Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sixth episode of Trash Talk with Young Custodian. I am Young Custodian. I haven't recorded one in a while, but I'm going to be back consistently doing it. Um, I've been, uh, got a new job at a new school district, and I'm actually here now. It's 8.48 p.m. on Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, but, uh, uh this is going to be a pre-record. I'm, uh... I'm uh, going to drop this on Sunday the 8th, so if you're listening to this, it is uh, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day! And I wanted to do this, to I wanted to drop a special episode for my mom. Um, this is going to be a sad episode because, you know, for those of you who don't know, June 19th of 2020, my mom suddenly passed away. And I'm going to tell you guys the whole story and just talk about my mom for a little bit. And uh, so if I cry at all, I apologize. But hey, it's my mom. What can you do? And um, so my mom, her name is Christy, by the way. I'll refer to her as that. That's what I call her. Mommy Christy K. Uh, Christy and I planned on hanging out on June 19th. And she didn't have a license at the time. She was, that's a whole nother week for a later day maybe but um so she got dropped off to my apartment by a boyfriend and uh she it was early in the morning when she got dropped off i was still asleep but i gave my mom a spare key you know for emergencies or whenever she you know gotta have uh, trust in somebody you know so um she was there and then i woke up and then i got ready for the day she was already ready she she was she was the uh, definition of if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That was my mama. And um, so we got ready for the day, and I we walked to this place in downtown, in not down, the east side of Delaware, Ohio. I live downtown Delaware, Ohio, so anyway, it's really rocking distance for me. We walked to the east side to this place called the Food Truck Depot. And what that is is um, this place that has a lot of food trucks. It's kind of self-explanatory. And... Um, we went to the place called What the French Toast, and they do a bunch of gourmet-type French toast meal. My cousin owns it. I think we're related. Half the black people in Delaware are related. So shout-out to uh, What the French Toast. Shout-out to Food Truck Depot, and also shout-out to Scratch Italian, if they listen to this. But we walked to What the French Toast, and we got breakfast. I treated my mom to some breakfast. And what's, what's kind of, you know, uh, um, like a... Just a cute little thing. I don't know the the word for it, but like my mom never, like she would always make a big plate or get a big plate or get a bunch of food, like whether it be at a restaurant or at a get together or even at home. And she would never finish it. That just she would snack on that for the whole day or even the next couple of days. She never finished her plate. You know, she always had a to go plate. She always had food on her. She finished all of her food. She had a berries and cream. Uh, a French toast thing. I had the shit called the itis, and it gave me the itis. I was tired afterwards. It had a bunch. It was French toast, and I had a bunch of sausage and all the porks and hot sauce and syrup and all together. It was delicious. And um, so she ate all her food, and then we, you know, we walked back and we passed the, this drive-through where my aunt Sam was working at the time, and we saw her, hugged her, you know, talked to her. And then we went to the bar and just uh, uh, had had some shots, did some drink. My mom drank, but she wasn't a big drinker. Like she would, she would, 
she would drink to hit her limit and then she would just vibe you know she would just she she knew when she was tipsy and she would stop and she would just vibe and ride that and when she sobered up maybe she'd get another one or maybe she'd drink some water because she hated hangovers well who fucking likes a hangover but she always knew her limit and um so we just vibed and that same day um i had scheduled to hang with um my friend who is now my girlfriend who I love very much, and I was like, well, let's hang, she was visiting from Florida, and I was like, hey, let's hang today, you know, um, my mom would like to see you, I haven't seen you in years, and, you know, you guys get along, and yeah, let's all hang together, so we did, and um, we all drank, and we're having a fun, fun time, um, then my mom, uh, she was, you know, Ready to go home was uh, kind of getting emotional in her feelings because um, my brother, who maybe I'll talk about him on a podcast someday, maybe I won't, but my brother was really getting to my mom and she was all crying and stuff and she was just ready to go home. So me and my girlfriend, we walked my mom to my apartment, which was about a block, not even a block away from the bar we were at. And we laid on the couch and wait, told her to uh, wait, you know, here, we're going to go back out. You know, you're welcome. Stay here. But if your boyfriend comes get you, come get you. And the last words I said to my mom were, there's no crying in baseball. It's bad bitch hour. That was the last words I said to my mom. And then we walked to the bar. We had a time, had a good time. We're walking back to my apartment and there's a bunch of people. And some ambulance has out there. And cops and everything. And I go. I make the joke. You know, because that's what I do. I joke. And I make the joke. Gee, I hope it's not for my mom. And my girlfriend. She was my girlfriend then. But she was ran forward. Ran into the apartment. And saw my mom. And I could not go in there. She told me I shouldn't go in there with my mom. And all my family was out there for some reason. And uh, I just remember, I remember it vividly. Like, I was screaming. They told me not to go in there. I mean, that's my fucking mom in there. That's my fucking mom in there. I guess I almost fought a cop, which is something wild that you shouldn't do. And no, I just... I just wasn't, it was the most, it was the scariest, most confusing, saddest night of my life. She just was with me hours ago, and then she wasn't there no more. And, um, uh, like, my dad came from work, my grandpa was there, my mom's dad was there, like, and my grandpa, um, uh, and <clears throat> it was just, I remember that I lived next to a church, and I remember I took... I don't smoke cigarettes. I took my aunt's cigarette. I hit it. I coughed. I said, oh, fuck. This ain't real. This ain't real. And I walked, sat into the church. There was there's a church next to where I live, and there was this bench outside the church, and I just sat there by myself, like, cry, couldn't cry. I was just shaking, and I was just, it was so late, and, like, like, how am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do now when I don't, my mom's dead, and, like, she was just gone, like that, like, it just happens. Um... It was the literally the worst moment of my life, and um, 
I guess like she they she fell in the bathroom, but uh, apparently uh, my uh, she was dead before she hit the ground, and they said she didn't feel no pain. So that's good. Um, but it was all just a blur. I ended up staying at my dad's house that night on the couch. I fell asleep. I woke up. He was on the other couch. Like, he left his bed to sleep on the other couch with me. Well, not with me. Just to check on me, make sure I was all right. I stayed at my dad's for a couple of days. My best friend in the world, Jacob Shaw, he does firefighter, EMT, ambulance, all that shit. He went, I went to my house to get, he went to my house to get me some clothes. And he bought, he bought, uh, uh, some, like, cleaning spray and shit to clean up a little mess. There was, like, a little bit of blood and throw up and stuff. And he cleaned that up for me. And I fucking love him for that. Nobody best friend should have to clean up uh their mom mom's deadness from their apartment. Yeah, she died in my apartment where I live to this day. And my best friend cleaned it up so it could be a livable place for me. Um and then Yeah. Um so it was just so confusing and hard like how do you go from just Spending time with, like, your best friend. Having the best day of her life. Like I say, like, there's pictures of that day everywhere. I got a blanket on my wall from that day of me and my mom just having a great time. Like, if I go out, when I die, I hope I have half as good as a day as she had. And, come on, the last words I said to my mom were, there's no crying in baseball, it's bad bitch hour. That's so, such, such good last words. Um... And, like, you know, I still have dreams about her and shit. Like, she talks to me in my dreams, if you believe, if, like, if that's something to believe in or just my subconscious or whatever. But, so I still see her. And my mom has instilled a lot of things into me. Like, she always had little Christieisms, as I call them. And, like, my favorite one, I got tattooed on my arm with an elephant. It says, get right or get left. And uh, it's pretty self-explanatory, but what that means is, you either do right by me or you, you could go. Like, because at the end of the day, I know what's right for me. And I love me. And if you don't love me, that's fine. You can leave because I love myself. So either get right or get left. And uh, um, closed mouths don't get fed is the one that I use every day. And um, if you want something, you better say you want it. You better take it because if you're not going to claim it, you're not going to eat. And you got if you want if you want to eat your plate, you better go get your plate. Uh, you know, always walk into a if you're going somewhere, walk into that bitch like you own it because nobody will question you. And that's something that you could take to this fucking take to the fucking bank, like take that to the grave. Like you walk in a place that's your place, even if it's not, because you don't let nobody punk you. Don't let nobody see your weakness. You just walk in there like that's your motherfucking place that you own that. And these are the things my mom has instilled into me. And made me the person I am today. Now, was she always the best? No. But that you'll have that with anybody. But that was my mom. That was my best friend. My mom was my best friend. My dad is was is my best friend. I'm glad I still have him. Uh, but there's nothing like a mother's love, you know? And um, she instilled so much of my love for music. 
like her favorite musicians were Tom Petty and Ice Cube. How do you do that? <laughs> My mom, Death House, she always taught me to appreciate music and appreciate the little things in life. And it's it's wild that she's not here to share some things with me. Um, she's the reason I'm a cat person. I have a cat, little Podrick. Shout out Game of Thrones. And um, my mom had a cat named Bagheera, all black cat. Podrick's an all black cat. Um, and you gotta talk to your, your animals like they're your people. Mom taught me that. You gotta love your people. We collect people in our family. Once you're in our family, you're in our family. Because that's what she did. She collected people. I have brothers and sisters out there that aren't even related to me. Just because my mom saw them and brought them into the family because they needed somebody. That was my mom. My my sister. I won't say her name unless she wants me to. But she's like little she's kinda got a little Asian in her or whatever. I don't even think she went to her own mom's funeral, but she came to my mom's. Uh um I I got my mom looked after so many people and not even like just making sure they were all right. Not, maybe they didn't stay with her or maybe they did. She had a whole bunch of people stay with her who had no place to go, or she watched baby people's babies. She was a grandmother. She was sorry, not a grandma. She was a not mom because one time my nephew called her mom, and she goes, "I'm not mom," and so she's been not mom ever since. She wasn't no grandma. She wasn't no granny. She was not mom, and she was the coolest bitch ever. And I miss her every day. And this is hard for me like I'm not, I'm not good at talking about this this is kind of like a therapy for me I guess which I think I desperately need but you know I'd get that eventually but I this podcast uh is something that I wanted to do and what better time to do it than uh Mother's Day she also also really loved her converses her Chuck Taylors the old school she loved him so much, the fact that a majority of her people wore Chuck Taylors at her funeral. Uh, we got a shirt for her. A green shirt, because green is her favorite color with a Chuck Taylor on it. She just impacted this small little world so much, and I don't even think she realized it. Because she didn't, she didn't have no ego. She didn't have no big head. She just liked her kids and her music and her family. She didn't realize how much she meant to everybody, and that's something that eats at me every day, because she really was a great person, a big person. She cared for so many people, and I don't think she really knew how loved she was. Oh, man, I didn't realize how hard this was going to be, y'all. Shit, um... I I always made the joke because I have such a big head. I always told my mom, you're lucky I was a C-section, baby, because this head would have killed you. <laughs> and uh, a funny story about my birth, because my dad was uh, just getting off work and he was rushing to the hospital. My mom told me the nurse handed it, handed me, I called myself it, the fuck. <laughs> She, the nurse handed me to my mom, and my mom looked shocked and goes, He's white! I'm black. <laughs> and the nurse goes, What's what's he supposed to be? <laughs> and then, well, I got a little bit of color later on, but yeah, I was just a little pale white baby. 
almost killed her in the womb. Like, she was bleeding. I was really, really premature. I was supposed to be born in September, and I was born at the end of July. So, I was really premature. That's why I got this lisp. That's why I got asthma. That's why I'm a little slow. Got that learning disability that fucking I can't see numbers, I guess. Um, and I'm colorblind, but, I mean, my brother's colorblind. But, my mom had this way about her, and she wanted to, she, she, she loved learning about new things. Like, I'm really into wrestling, and because I was into wrestling, she got into wrestling, and she would watch shows on TV just to talk to me about stuff. And she came to an Unsexual Pro event. I talk about them a lot on here. I got them tattooed. She came to Unsexual Pro's first anniversary. And she became a huge Alex Cologne fan. Even uh, when I was in at a different wrestling show out of state. She knew she was before the anniversary show. She was like, give me an Alex Cologne shirt. So I could wear it next time I go. And I got her an Alex Cologne shirt. And she, you know. And she was a huge Alice Cologne fan, and she loved wrestling. She loved watching it as a kid with her Uncle Tom, and then she got to watch it with me. Uh, one thing I regret, I didn't smoke weed until after she passed, and I wish I could have uh, smoked a blunt with her. She liked joints, but I would have smoked a blunt with my mama. That was my mama. That was my best friend. She would watch rap battles with me. She would watch comedy with me and laugh. We would watch movies together. Our favorite movies were the How to Train Your Dragon uh, series. And, like, we went to see... And we loved the Despicable Me's. We loved those so much. We went to see the Minions without my niece and nephew. Like, we told my sister we were busy that day. And we went to see Minions by ourselves. She was my concert buddy. She, we went to concerts together all the time. The first concert she took me to was during Red, Right, and Boom, which is huge in Columbus. It's like 4th of July. And it was They Might Be Giants. And then I bought her a ticket to see Tech 9 with me. Like, my mom went to Tech 9 concert and just drove me early because I got a VIP pass and just waited for me to get out there. And took me to go see and meet my, back when I was a teen, like, 1920, my... Second favorite rapper. She took me to go see him and enjoyed the concert. She watched over me like a hawk, made sure like nobody like because I was in the pit. She, but I not I was like right in front. Like I got out when it got too crazy. But she made sure nobody got me. But she wasn't like you know picked on me or not. But she wasn't too overbearing. She she always made sure I was just all right. And you no, know, I think you don't realize you appreciate it until they're gone. But, um, there's, it's just, I'm doing this with no script, I'm just talking, you don't need a script when you're on a podcast, it's just a conversation. It's just hard, you know, I don't talk about this a lot because I don't like to, but I need to start, because it's rough, you know, it's always, I always think interacting with people after they die is, I mean, interacting with other people after somebody close to you dies is, awkward as hell, like, I hate it, I hate the awkward, the awkward, uh, oh, I'm so sorry, is there anything I can do for you? No, there's nothing you can do for me, like, my mom is dead, and it's wild how many people say they'll be there for you, and then they're just not, 
the people I haven't talked to since my mom died and the, some people I probably will never talk to again since my mom died because of how they acted and that's just the way it is. Uh, death brings out not the worst in people but the truth in people and people want to act fugazi and shady like that, they can but this ain't about them. I'm just, I'm just venting at this point. If you got a mouthful of shit, you gotta say it. That's another thing my mom always said. I might be butchering that one, but don't bottle shit in. Just let it out. I just, it's just a little thing you miss when they're gone, you know. Like, like, and there's like memories that I don't even remember. Like, I don't know I have anymore, which hurts. Like, I don't remember my mom ever cooking. I know she has. How else did I get all chubby? But like. It just you, you. It's crazy how fast you start to lose things. Like I'm lucky I got videos of her singing and her voice because it would just kill me to lose that. It would just kill me to lose that. Like the the Mexican things, you 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 die two deaths, when you first die and when the last time somebody ever says your name, and I'm I'm gonna make it a point that Chrissy's name will be said for as long as it can because that loud bitch is too much to just fucking die twice, you know? So I hope this lives on. Christy K. fucking Craig. That's, that's her name. Say it. Because she needs to live on. Because then there's not another person like her. There's not. She, she, she didn't give a fuck. And she would tell you straight to your face that she didn't give a fuck. She didn't pull no punches at all. And that was my mama. She she was the realest bitch. She she would always have her bags and bags not purses, bags and bags of stuff. Cause she was that she was that Karen. She needed a snack. She had a snack on you. You she you needed a Pepsi. She, you know she had a Pepsi on her. You you needed some chapstick. She let her dig. She got some chapstick for you. Need fifty cents for the vending machine. You need a hair tie, you need a rubber band, need a Sharpie. She always had that. And we were at my Aunt Sam and Aunt Susan's house. Lesbians. And uh, they had a crick in their backyard. And we'd get on the raft and go cricking. She'd make sure, and there's a picture of it out there. She'd make sure she have all her bags with her in the, in the damn crick. She would get on the rope and swing on her. She'd make sure she had a crick. Oh, oh, another thing. Another thing she would do whenever... Always appreciate a good tree, no matter how old you are. She would always climb trees. That was my mom. She loved to climb a tree. Oh, hippie ass. Uh, she loved tie-dye. Oh, I, we talked about music earlier. Sorry this is all over the place. Who am I apologizing to? Whatever. Um, <laughs> There's a band in Columbus called Happy Tooth and Doug. Please look them up. They're really good. And I go to their shows all the time. I'm going to have Happy Tooth and Doug both on here at separate times. Or together, we're going to talk. Like, I'm going to have them both on here at some point. But they're really good. And um, I got my mom listening to them. Like, I sent my mom some music from them. And she, and I still have to text somewhere. I, something, and she goes, this is my new favorite band. They might be up there with Cake and uh, Modest Mouth. Which is, like, her up in her favorites. So I screenshot it, sent them to the boys, and they sent her two free, two free CDs just for free up there, and like she bumped those a lot. 
and that's so cool. Like, she just loved hearing, finding new music, and she always told me, go to as many concerts as I can, go to as many shows as I can, always, and be part of the show, meet the people. That's why I'm so amp in the audience when I'm at wrestling shows, or I am having fun, and I'd like to meet the people at the music shows, and stuff, because my mom told me, you, you need to take these things with you to share these stories. I love her so much, and I miss her. Um, the uh, anybody who knows me knows I love the McGriddle, and I was with her. She took me to buy the McGriddle when they first came out. I had two and a half because she only ate half of hers. <laughs> sausage, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, and a half sausage, egg, and cheese because she only ate half. That was my mama. She never, she never, she let me do, she never, she never uh, told me I couldn't do anything, like, within reason. Like, I could do anything I set my mind to, and she believed that shit. She really did. All my podcasts I had while she was alive, Headlocks and Hangovers, Everything Wrestling Nation, she tuned in to every show. She watched every show. She shared every show. She told everybody about my shows, even though I know people didn't give a fuck about me doing watch talking about wrestling. She made sure everybody knew I did what I did. Uh, she took screenshots and made that. Make this your profile picture. I took screenshots while you're doing your show. Make this your profile picture. Like, she made sure people love me. Like, that that I love myself. She made sure I would look good doing it. And I know everybody in my family misses this. She would always text people, good morning, and and ask people how their day was. Every day she would go through, good morning. Go through, and not send, and not send like, group text. She would go through individually and text everybody, good morning. And just have personal conversation with them. She would take pictures of the sunrise. She would take pictures of the sunset. Just to let everybody know this is her view of life. This is how she sees life. And I miss those pictures. I miss those good morning texts. That was my mama. My number one supporter. She loved the world, man. And she wanted everybody to know how much she loved the world. And she I don't think she knew how much the world loved her back. She, if you did a photo dump on Facebook, she made sure she liked every single picture and not just the whole post. That way you, she, you knew she went through and looked at everything and appreciated it. And she would react accordingly. Did this one deserve a like? Did this one deserve a heart? Did this one deserve a ha-ha? But she would... Go through each and everything individually and like it. There was nothing really fake about her. She was honest to a fault. She she didn't tell you what you wanted to hear. She didn't tell you what you needed to hear. She just told you what was on her mind. But she did it with the best intent. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Because I'm tired of crying and I get off work in about an hour. Uh, like my mom always posted, and my mom always says, Do all things with kindness, you fucker. This goes out to you, Christy K. Craig. January 14th, 1969, June 19th, 2020. I love you, Mom.